Good morning. Almost got called in the back. Yeah, I heard, I heard one, one, one person say good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good to see you here. We're going to go ahead and open up in a word of prayer, and then we're going to go into our time of baptism. So let's pray. Father, thank you for such a beautiful morning where we can gather together to worship you corporately. Father, I pray that this time that you will be celebrated in what you've done in the lives of those who will be baptized as well as our lives. Father, you've given us the breath of life. We should be thankful for that. And that should just be what we need or what we can see to follow you with our whole lives. Just the fact that you've given us the breath to breathe. In Jesus' name, amen. So, oh. Uh, sorry. Uh, I just said <laughs> So we, we've come to our baptism time, and we have uh, three people this morning that are going to get baptized, and uh, we promise we won't hold them under too long, although Brother Dan tends to do that. Um, but this morning, uh, the first person is Dylan, Dylan Kiesling, and uh, Dan, you can hold him under a little bit longer if you can. But, uh, We're trying to go to an agreement. <laughs> Each time somebody gets baptized here at Hills Chapel, it's just a public profession of what, what God's done inside of them, and how he's rescued us and, and saved us. And, and so we get everybody to write out their testimony, and this is Dylan's testimony, um, short and sweet. Amen. Here he goes. Before I got saved, I didn't care anything about God, and I didn't want to believe he was real. So I tried not to think about it, and it seemed like God started pounding on my heart. So I started listening and thinking about it all the time. My family and my best friends talked to me about it all the time. <laughs> then I heard a sermon on truth. And Brother Dan said, the truth is the truth, whether I want to believe it or not. And that got to me. I gave my life to Christ that night. And since I have been saved, God has, been, has changed my attitude and has shown me that it's not about what I want. It's about what he wants. My favorite verse is, or favorite passage is, Ecclesiastes, uh-oh, big word there, huh? Chapter 4, verse 9 through 12, and this is what it says. Two are better than one, because they have a good return for their labor. For if either of them falls, the one will lift up his companion. But, if, but woe to the one who falls when there is not another to lift him up. Furthermore, if two lie down together, they keep warm, but how can one be warm alone? And if one can overpower him who is alone, two can resist him. A cord of three strands is not quickly torn apart. And I think the reason why Dylan chose that passage is the effect that people have had in his life, in this church. How he says that his best friends, his parents, have all been hammering him. And, and as I talked to him, he was also saying he knows that it wasn't them that were hammering him about his heart about getting right with God. It was God using them. That is. So, Brother Dan. Dylan, based on the testimony that we have just heard, I baptize you, my brother, in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, and in the Holy Spirit. Buried as Christ was buried. Raised to walk in
I have a feeling Brother Dan's going to enjoy this one. So, this, is Kyle, this is Kyle Hales. Uh, this is his testimony. I grew up in, church, in a church environment attending Sunday school, Sunday morning services from the age of about three or four till the age of 13. To me, Christianity was this. Say a prayer, receive hell insurance, and go to heaven after death. This was also vague, and I didn't quite understand it, but I thought I was a Christian. It was during my eighth grade year that I started slowly to drift further away from true salvation, what it meant. I began to hang out with people who influenced my life and the outlook of life in negative ways. Into my freshman year in high school, I developed an atheistic worldview and proclaimed that no worldview was right. Science had had it all wrong. Creationists were full of it, and there was nothing. Uh, is nothing and never will be anything. My shallow look, outlook on life continued through the first nine weeks of my sophomore year. English two was second, my second period class during the first semester of my sophomore year. There I was a new guy. There was a new guy at school who was a Christian, and he was in my second period class. There was something different about him, though. He wasn't one of those hell insurance Christians. He testified that Christianity is about a relationship with the Holy God through Jesus Christ. I became friends with the new guy, and he would share the gospel with me almost every day. Though I resisted it, eventually I gave in. I prayed the prayer of salvation and gave my life to Jesus Christ. I am saved by the grace of God through faith in Christ. I have learned, though, that it's a struggle to be a Christian. There have been people who have tried to tell me that Christianity is wrong and that the Bible is flawed, but I know that isn't true. God has proven himself to be faithful through the promises in his word and through situations in my life. My outlook on life has changed drastically since I was a freshman. I know that there is purpose in life, and that purpose is to know God. Eternal life is knowing God, not just saying a prayer and going to heaven. And then he writes John 7, 37 through 38. Now on the last day, the day of the great feast, Jesus stood and cried out, saying, If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the scripture said, from his innermost being will flow rivers of living water. Based on the testimony that we have just heard, I baptize you, my brother, in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, and in the name of the Holy Spirit. Buried as Christ was buried, raised to walk in the This is Brother Tom Norris, and he's been with us for a little while, and as a, this is his testimony. If anyone on earth had told me that I would be at Hills Chapel Baptist Church on this day nine months ago, I would have told them that they had lost their mind. He's probably met some people like that now. I was born on August 6th of 54. And for 54 years, I have lived my life totally separate from God, separated from God, even though he healed me from both a severe drinking and smoking habit. 
these things took place many years ago, and I took complete credit as I was convinced that it was of my own willpower. In July 2009, I was taken to a place that had caused me much pain in my childhood and left me with an anger problem that has lasted 40 years. I didn't understand why I was drawn there, but could not help but notice that the people who had turned their lives over to God were so humble and loving while others like myself were visibly showing the anger and disappointment of their lives. These thoughts struck, stuck in my mind constantly and I spoke to a minister friend about this who told me to look at what I have done with my life and where I was headed. It didn't take long to see that my life was on a road that would take me straight to hell. One morning in August of 2009, while driving to work and after fighting the pain in my heart that God couldn't possibly love a sinner like me who had turned from him so many years, I asked Jesus Christ to take control of my life and I surrendered my life to him. For a time, I sat home and read my Bible every night and prayed, but still felt, felt empty. After driving past Hell's Chapel for 11 years, uh, seven days a week, one day I got a strange pull to attend the Sunday worship service. From that day forward, I have not walked through these doors and gone home felt, feeling empty or lost. God is working wonders in my life each day, and just recently, after many years, God has torn down the wall of anger in me, and I can only look up with a smile in my heart and a tear in my eye and thank Him constantly. What a joy it is to know that even though my trials on this earth will continue, I can walk in faith, in the faith of my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and know that I will never walk again alone. There is a song that expresses my joy, and it goes like this, and I'm not going to sing it for you. <laughs> Amazing grace, how sweet the sound, that saved a wrench like me. I once was lost, but now I am found, was blind, but now I see. "'Twas grace that taught my heart to fear, and grace my fear relieved. How precious did the grace appear the hour I first believed." John 3.16 "'For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whoever believes in Him shall not perish, but have ever eternal life, everlasting life.'" Brother Dan. As we move to our next, uh, I'm going to ask our ushers if they would come forward for our offertory time. And let me just uh, let.
let you know this is not a time where we ask for your money if you're visiting for uh, with us. Uh, this is a time for the members at Hills Chapel just to be obedient to the Lord, what the Lord has given them. And so, um, Brother Donald, if you will ask the Lord to bless the offering, but help us to focus on what this service is about, and that's him. Let us pray. Our gracious Heavenly Father, Lord, Lord, it's just so awesome to sit here and see people turning to you, Lord. Lord, just giving their lives over to you and, and just saying, Lord, it's, it's all yours. Lord, so many of us mess that up. Lord, so many times that we we say that we give it to you, yet, Lord, we, we try to stay in control ourselves. But, Lord, you're a loving Father. You're a forgiving Father. And you're a patient Father. Lord, you give us so many things. And for us to sit here in front of you and say that we're giving back a portion, Lord, Lord, we're not giving anything. It's all yours. Lord, we're just showing our faithfulness in you. Lord, take this offering that we place in this plate, Lord. Lord, don't... And, and let us not make it about us. Let it, let it be glorifying to you. Lord, take this, this small token. Use it to uplift our kingdom, Lord, and bring more people closer to you. Lord, put it upon each and every one of our hearts, but every one of us within the sound of my voice, Lord, that we don't leave this place the same as we came. Lord, that we go out and, sh and share the Lord and bring people to you. In your precious name I pray. Amen. As we get together, we can come together and proclaim that we have a risen Savior. No other religion, no other organized way 